We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Happy almost New Year! Happy almost New Year! Oh, boy. We went somewhere. No. We're we going always, somewhere. <laughs> we always go somewhere. <laughs> We love traveling for New Year's. We always go somewhere every year. It's our friendship tradition. Yeah, that's what we do. It's our friendship tradition. We love not being in our homes for for New Year's. Last year, we did have to be in our homes, but I wore a space helmet. Listen, we're still in our holiday break, so we don't have a new episode this week. But we are re-releasing a classic Best Friends episode from Behind the Paywall. It's the one where we discuss how everyone puts their bras on. I still put my bra on the same exact way that I did before. Twisting. Twisting. No one one changed me. Not any of the other opinions. I still love to twist. Truly insane to me. I still put mine on the same way where I clasp it in the back. Yeah. Um, today I'm wearing a, oh, I guess I don't have to show you. Wow, that was a real <laughs> strong desire to lift up my shirt and show you. But I'm wearing hey, a, like a- follow that desire. I'm wearing just this like weird sports bra thing. <laughs> and it's brown, so it looks like your skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wasn't that scary? Titties! <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for showing me. (laughs) Listen, everyone here on the Best Friends team wants to wish you Happy New Year. And please, flash your friends on Zoom. We'll see you in the new year with new episodes. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! <laughs> it feels so long when it it's does. not at a party. <laughs> yeah, when you're just fucking counting in your home. It seems so long. It's like, when are we going to get to one? Yeah. Wow. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. yeah, rock your body, yeah. yeah.
everybody best nice. friends. Best be- <laughs> I thought we were just singing the actual song. So. No, it's the <laughs> intro. Okay. Best everybody. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Rock your body. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, best, best friends back. back. All, All right. right. <laughs> it's me, Nicole Byer. And me, Sashir Zameda. <laughs> we haven't said our names in a long time. No, we haven't. No. But those are our names. Those are our names. Nicole Byer. Sashir Zameda. Our podcast is called? Best Friends. Best Friends. I'm holding a cold cup. Yeah. Because I hurt my thumb. Yeah. Sashir, how are you? I'm very good. Did I tell you that I danced with two members of NSYNC? No, but Instagram told me. Oh, okay. It was nice. Sorry I didn't tell you with my, with my voice. No, it's okay. Um, I'm okay learning things via social media. You are? I'm not okay weeks later, <laughs> nothing on social media, and a story that I don't know about. <laughs> All right. Because then it feels like you're holding out on, on me and the world. <laughs> okay. Well, I did, I did dance with Lance and Joey. Mm-hmm. And... It was fun. We were all on a game show together. Mm-hmm. They were so sweet, so nice. And then during a commercial break, they were asked to do bye bye bye, and they wanted to. I feel like I would be like, ugh, no. Well, I feel like ten years from now, if someone's like nailed it, I'll be like, yeah, nailed it. Yeah, maybe. I think time needs to pass. Yeah, for you to. Uh, not accept, but like embrace why people love you and what they remember and love mm-hmm. most about you. That makes sense. I think. No, that's probably right. Right? Yeah. But also, Ba 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 is such a good iconic song. It is. And they liked it too. They're like, we get it. Mm-hmm. This is fun. The dance is fun. Uh-huh. The chorus is fun. We understand why y'all and like I, it. I love that they knew the choreography yeah. still. It's yeah. years old. Yeah. How old? I, I really don't know. If I were to guess, I would say ba 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 came out in nine two thousand one. I yeah, I think two thousand. What's your guess? I'll say two thousand three. Kimmy on the keys, let us know. Oh, two thousand. Whoa. Okay, so you're closer. I'm closer, but Price is Right rules. Nobody wins. <laughs> Damn. Nobody wins. Bye bye bye. I live my life by Price is Right rules. You live your life by Price is yeah, Right rules. Yeah. If you're over, no cigar. <laughs> But what are the stakes? What would you get? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Nothing? But I like guessing. Yeah, you love and guessing. if you are not under, you went over, no prize. When did you start? Whenever we're like at a restaurant, you'll grab the check and be like, guess how much? And then, uh, you know, price is right rules mm-hmm. if you're over too much. I don't know. I have you no idea when I started doing that. But it's one of my favorite things to guess how much a bill is. It's fun. And then I get it wrong all the time and you get so mad at me. Well, because you don't take things into consideration. <laughs> we'll have two bottles of wine. And you'll be like, I don't know, $60? <laughs> and it's like, how could you possibly think that two bottles of wine and two full meals and a dollop of ice cream was $60? I don't pay attention to stuff. I don't know how, many, how much things cost. I don't know. I'm just like, right. I'm, try, I'm trying to live in the moment. Okay. I'm living my life. Okay. I don't know. I recently went to Benihana's. Okay. Wow. Wow. What a fun time. Yeah? What a great fun time. This is... You ever been to Benihana's? I it's don't hibachi. know if I have. So someone entertains and cooks right in front of you on a hot, hot, not grill, hot, hot plate. 
A hot, big hot plate? It, a big hot plate? Like a stove, right? No, it's a big hot plate. Like a table? Yeah, big hot table to cook on. Because there's no like divots like a stove. Divots. Yeah, you know where flames come up on a stove? But have you ever seen one of those stoves that are just like in the counter and nothing, there's no divot? But you have the coils? Yeah, but what if the whole thing was like that? I guess it is like that, but there's no coils. Yeah. It's a big hot plate. <laughs> it's a big hot gray plate that he cooked rice and shit on. Miguel did it. He did such a nice job. Oh, good. I loved Miguel. Did he do the thing where it's like an onion volcano? Hell yeah. <laughs> you better believe I screamed. I was so pleased. That's fun. Um, we were sitting at a table with three gentlemen who kept being like, it's his birthday. And he's like, it's not my birthday. Oh. And I thought that was very funny that that was the bit that they were doing. But like past that bit, they were... Pretty quiet. Hmm. They really got excited to say that it was that man's birthday. We sang happy birthday to him. And then they were like pretty dead silent. Hmm. Then we sat on the other side of a couple who knew everything about Benny Hanna's. Oh. At one point we got soup and I was like, and it's broth with, uh, I think, scallions and mushroom. And you know me, not a big soup head. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this soup. And then the man looks over and he's like, you're going to like the soup, okay? You're going to like it. Oh. And then his girlfriend was like, actually, there's no crispy onions in our soup. And then they talked to three different servers about getting crispy onions for their soup broth. Oh, wow. Uh, and then he looks at my friend Mono and was like, Mono, or he didn't say Mono. He didn't yeah. Know his yeah. Name. I was like, whoa. He was just <laughs> like, did you get the chicken fried rice? And Mono said, no. He was like, you better get the chicken fried rice. So then Mono got the chicken fried rice and then BB was there and BB is a pescatarian. So she didn't get the chicken fried rice. And he was like, I mean, you can get the chicken fried rice just like without the chicken. Just ask him to give you some of the rice without the chicken. He was so rice. Really? Yes. And she got white rice and she was very happy with it. And he was like, you're really missing out on the chicken fried. He wouldn't shut up about the chicken fried rice. Wow. And then I asked him how long they'd been together and they were together for like 16 years. I said, do you come to Benihana's often? They're like, well, we live down the street. So, you know, every three weeks we're right up here. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was like they were the mayors of Benihana's. <laughs> and the lady did this interesting thing when she ate. She put her hand palm side down over her chest to eat. And I was like, what is this way of eating? Was it to like prevent food from falling on her lap? I think so. But I think it was to prevent food from falling into her boobs, oh. into her titties. I'm sure she has left Benihana's many a times, <laughs> taking off that bra and chicken fried rice, tumbled right out. <laughs> and then he was like, keep it. It's so good. <laughs> and she was like, I'm tired of having chicken fried rice eaten out of my titties. So I don't want this. Damn. They were a very interesting couple. Some couples are like uh, regular restaurant people. Mm -hmm. where they're like, this is our place. We know the staff. We have our usual table. Do you and your gentleman caller have a restaurant that you frequent? We do. We do have a few. Well, not a few. A couple. But What's the difference between a couple and a few? Honestly, this morning we were like, where are we going to get breakfast? This one place or this one place? Because... <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's not even because we don't try other places. We try, and then we're like, meh. Yeah, that's the worst. When you try a new restaurant, and you're like, I don't want this. Yeah, I know what I, I like. I want what I like. Yeah. Um, but we don't go so much that we know the staff and mm. that we have a spot to sit or whatever. Mm. But I want to I wanna have a place where people know me. 
everyone knows your name. Yeah, cheers. I want my own cheers. Yeah. Franklin and Company used to be my spot where yeah. I knew the bartender. He knew exactly what I wanted. It was a great time. I would get a Moscow Mule. He would not charge me for most of them. I'd yeah. give him a big old tip. And then we'd be like, ha, 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 till next time. Bye-bye. And then I moved away. And now I don't have a neighborhood place I go to often. Yeah. I guess there's one place I like to, I frequent a lot. Mm-hmm. But I won't say that because I don't need y'all showing up there. <laughs> Making it hard for me to get a seat. Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would like a nice little hole in the wall to be my place. Mm-hmm. But all the places I play, I go to are really popular. <laughs> They're not hole in the walls. Um, it's hard to find a good hole in the wall, in, I think, in L.A. Yeah. Because if you find a good hole in the wall, everyone knows it's a good hole in the wall. And then it's no longer a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. It's a big place where everyone's at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a building. It's just a building, babe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ice is cold. That's why I don't like it. You always tell me to ice stuff, though. Yeah, if you're in in pain, you should ice it. I just, I can't believe I hurt my thumb so badly opening a jar. I can't believe that either. (laughs) I don't really understand what 2019 is for me. It's almost over. I can't wait. What month are we in? October? Yeah. So I only got November and December left. Yeah, there you go. Three months. You'll get through it. Yeah. Unless I die. No. So, um, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Can we go to Cabo? Yes, I've always been saying yes. Oh, okay. You act like, <laughs> you asked me to do stuff, and I always say yes, and then you're like, but when can we do it? I, I'm never the one holding us back. Oh, I'm holding us back? Open up your goddamn planner, and then tell me when you're available. Okay. I'm always available. <laughs> Let me know when you want to go. Ah, uh, man, my favorite is when you flip through that calendar <laughs> and there's nothing written on the pages. It's funny. <laughs> All right, great. We're going to Cabo. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, I just, I want to be in a beach. Yes. Love beaches. I love beaches. Mm-hmm. I was looking at our Mexican vacation pictures, and I was like, wow, we had a great time. We had a great time. I'm going to pop this Reese's peanut butter cup right in my mouth. So can you talk? Okay. Um, the the vacation was great. Our Hawaii vacation was great. I loved the – don't chew in the mic. <laughs> yeah, chew away from the mic. Um, yeah, beaches are great. I'm swimming more, so I want. I definitely want more opportunities to swim and be swim sheer. Um, also, <laughs> also um, you know – um, gosh, what else can I say about vacations? <laughs> <laughs> Finish chewing. Oh, thank God. I'm back. <laughs> I just, I love a vacation where I technically don't have to do anything. Technically. I mean, there's always like an email where there's like, you need to do this. Oh. And I'm like, ugh. But like, if I only have to do three things out of a five-day vacay, that's a win. I did have to put myself on tape while I was gone for... Barbados. Oh, you did for what? Um, some series. I understand. <laughs> Let's not name it. Yeah. Let's not do it. Yeah. I don't know why I asked because I don't like to publicly talk about my auditions. Yeah. Because when you do that, people are like, did you get it? And I you're know. like, no, no one gets anything. Yeah. I'll never get anything in my life unless I make it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like I did a good job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like, though making it like, if you're not an actor, um, mm-hmm. a self-tape. Here's some BTS. 
behind the scenes. scenes. So a self-tape is when you have to put yourself Mm -hmm. on tape and send it in to your reps, and they send it to a casting director, and they send it to a producer, and they send Mm -hmm. it to a director, and everyone watches it, and they're like, no. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) (laughs) if you don't go into a casting office or some place that has a setup, you you are playing Legos and building blocks in your house or your hotel, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to set your iPad up on a table on top mm-hmm. of an ottoman mm-hmm. and with pillows behind it. And then you can't be too backlit. And then you have to get the framing right. It's so much. And then you have to get someone who is a good reader. Because it matters. It does matter because I also, I've had my roommate, John Milheiser. Mm-hmm. John Milheiser is my roommate. Yeah. This man named John Milheiser. <laughs> so. He'll help me with my self-tapes, and he's gotten auditions from my self-tapes. They'll be like, we recognize that voice. Is it John? And I go, yes, it is John. And then they'll let that's casting awesome. go, and then they'll ask John for a tape. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's good for readers to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If so you're good. Do a good job, and maybe Hollywood will come and knock it. Yeah. But yeah, self-tapes are, um, I mean, they're not the hardest thing in the world. This is annoying. But it's annoying, and then you're like, well, I, I shouldn't hold the paper because... Technically, I've had more time, mm-hmm. and I've done this. I can do as many takes as I want. Yeah. But then sometimes you're like, well, I don't know the lines, so mm-hmm. I just want to hold the paper. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, am I telegraphing that I don't care enough? Yeah. It's a whole saga. And then I do the thing where I, like, do it till uh, it, the words don't make sense to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I look back at all the takes, and I'm like, well, I guess I got it in the first one. Mm-hmm. Glad I did 27 takes. <laughs> <laughs> it wasted my time. Uh, I just had a job where we did this one scene – so many times. And by the end, none of us knew our lines. <laughs> Every line, we were like, uh, sorry, what is it? Yeah. And then the AD would say it. We would say it. And then the next person would open their mouth and go, oh, no. <laughs> sorry, what was it? For a two-page scene. <laughs> it's hard. And at that point, we were all like, we got this. We don't. We shouldn't do this any longer. <laughs> Oh, I do love acting. Love acting. I do. It's fun. Me too. It makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy. Do you have like, um, a dream role? Holy shit. That's what I was going to say <gasps> to you. Oh my God. I would really like to play an action person. Yeah. Like I would like to be... The comic relief in the female Fast and the Furious movie that is in, uh, I don't think it's in pre-production yet. I think it's uh, been announced. Is it actually part of the Fast and Furious franchise? Allegedly, it's supposed to be. Okay. Okay. And I was like, let me in. Yes, you should be in. fucking love cars. Yes. Two, I got a potty mouth. I can curse. I I can say things like the boys. (laughs) (laughs) I can say things like the boys. Let me fight. Yeah. I can fight. Yeah, you can fight. <laughs> um, yeah, action, I think, is something that I would love to do because I don't think you think of me in an action role. Yeah. But I do think I could kill it. What's I, your dream role? I also want to do action stuff. Hell yeah. Um, I think I've said this before, but I so uh, love Tarantino movies, love The Kill Bill, Volume 1, 2. Mm-hmm. He, they, he flirted with the idea of a three where Vivica A. Fox's daughter – Gets revenge on, or like avenges the death of her mother. And good casting if you played that little girl all grown up. Yeah. You also got great toes. <laughs> I have great toes. Tino. He would appreciate that. Loves toes. He would show them throughout. So. It'd be 90 minutes of my toes, 30 minutes of fighting. 
I mean, 20 minutes of him saying the N-word. <laughs> not him, you. Me. You'd be saying it through his... Through his words. Script. Um, so, Quentin, if you're a listener at Best Friends... <laughs> Which we know you are. Write that up. Um, also, I'd love to be in a Marvel movie. Hell yeah. I love Marvel. I like Marvel, too. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I want to be, <laughs> I want to be Storm's fat friend. I think I've said this, like, I think I said it on my um, other podcast. I want to be her fat friend mm-hmm. who abuses her powers. <laughs> where she's like, I'm so hot. Make me a snow cone. Make me <laughs> wind. And then a snow cone. Did Stor- I tell you I found good Italian ice? No. Okay, there's this place on Melrose <laughs> called Happy Ice, oh. and it's New York style Italian ice. Whoa! Yes, bitch. I cruised by in my car. I said, "What the fuck is Happy Ice?" And then I was on Yelp, and I said, "Better double back." <laughs> and all the reviews were great. Mm-hmm. And I got on my car, and I said, "Can I have a small cherry one?" And she said, "You don't want another flavor?" I said, "No, my flavors don't mix, separate but equal." <laughs> and then I ate my cherry one in my car, and I was so pleased. What makes it a New York style? It's like creamy. Oh. It's a because there's like shaved ice, which is just like ice with like food coloring and shit in it. Mm-hmm. But you know, like the street carts in New York, mm-hmm. where a nice lady scoops it for you. Yeah, you've never had that. No, I I don't think so. You've never stopped at a cart where a nice older Hispanic woman opens the lid, and there's blue, yellow, red, rainbow. Italian ice, and she scoops it into a paper cup that is flimsy. And if you don't eat it fast enough, it will bleed through, and then your hands will be red. I don't think so. You're shaking your fist at me. (laughs) (laughs) I just cannot believe you lived in New York for as long as you did, and you've never had Italian ice. Give me all the keys. Can you please look up Italian ice? You know I don't like cold things. I know. But you think I would like break that to go get a Italian ice? Yes. Yum, 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 yum. It looks great. Yum, yes, (laughs) yum. Yes, yum. We're just looking at pictures of Italian ice and Nicole's going, yes, yum. (laughs) Yes, yum. It's so looks great. I love Italian ice. I think you would like it. Maybe not. It is cold. Um, I discovered I like those mochi ice cream things. The balls. Interesting, because they're not that cold. Yeah. (laughs) I can hold it in my fingers. I can bite it. I like that. And they're gummy. They're gummy. I like that. Huh. (laughs) We like different food. Yeah, I think we we discovered that. Because I don't think I like those. No? No. (laughs) As you stick your thumb in cold ice water. Yeah, I'm trying to really get my thumb back on working. Yeah. It was really hard to put my bra on today. Sorry. And tomorrow, I want it to be easier. Do you put your bra, do you latch it in the front and then twist it around? Are you kidding? No. Do you do that? Yeah. (laughs) Does everyone do that? (laughs) Wait, Jordan, do you latch it in the front and twist it around? No, I do not. Okay, I latch it from the God. back. Me too. But Kimmy latches in the front. Yeah, latch in the front. Huh. So the two fatties are like, we got to make more work for ourselves. And the two thin women were like, easy peasy. We'll get our exercise in. Shimmying our bras around our body. Jordan, do you take offense to that? No. Okay. No, uh, no, no, no. I don't know how some people identify. So I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. 
We've talked about plus size clothing yes. too much. Okay, yes. perfect. <laughs> but it is very funny that you two do it like that. That's yeah. insanity. Well, it's I easier. felt like I was out of my mind twisting this bra around my body. Well, waiting for the cups to come to the front. <laughs> <laughs> but you can I can see it. I what? If I if I do it behind me, it's just like more mental math to figure out how I'm going to get these hooks to touch they each other. They just hook. Well, if, I, if it was in front of me, I could just look at it and then turn it around. So do you take your bra off before sex or does your dude do it? And does he twist it around to the front? <laughs> I think off, off is easier. I don't, have, I, don't, I don't twist my bra backwards and then unhook. Can you do that the next time you have sex? Let me know how it goes. <laughs> just twist. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> That's, so you take it off just by unsnapping it when it's behind you. Yes. But putting it on is harder because I had to like... Figure out which one it's going. This is in. nuts that you think that's hard. It is hard because there's a lot of options. There's a lot of options of where the hooks can go. There's three options. Well, mine have like different sizes. Different sizes. There's like three latches and then yes. three more behind that and then yes. three more behind that. What? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm so <laughs> if sorry. If you wanted to get tighter. I got very confused. And it's like, what if yes. I get one on the second row and one on the third row? Then that's okay. On the first one. It's not okay. The bra's on. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not okay with these mismatching hooks. They had to all line up. Or else it's going to feel weird. Or pop off. And they keep being public with a bra that pops undone. They have to go to the bathroom and readjust. And I take the whole thing off and start from the beginning. That's so funny. <laughs> you have to take it off and start at the beginning. Honestly, I've never been more shook in my life that that's how you put a bra on. I I guess, yeah, I've never seen you put a bra on. No. I was once trying to put on a sports bra after trying to hook up with a dude, and I guess I got tangled in it because he was like, do you want help? And I was like, no! I gotta put my bra on myself! Oh, boy. That's so nuts. Um... I'd like to know if other people do this. Are there, there's women who work here, right? Yeah. We got to ask these ladies grab who work them. here. Hmm. All right. I want me to go grab some ladies? Yes, Can please. Grab I'm going to grab some ladies. One sec, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. 
Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the waterproof eyebrow liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little like finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Yes! Yes! State your name and your age. We got some ladies of Earwolf to weigh in. I guess we don't need their age. I don't. I can talk about my age. No, it's very care. silly. Okay, how do you put a bra on? How do I put a bra on? Okay, uh, this is Dana, and I'm 31. <laughs> do we need to do that? Producer at Earwolf. Um, so I put. So okay. So the I. I it's so hard to like explain it like out loud. Mm-hmm. I put. I. Take the straps and I have it like turned around. So it's like I hook it in the front. Oh boy. And then I, and then I twist it around and then I flip the bra up over my boobs. Okay. And then I sl- like I slip into it. I think that's the correct way. Yes. Okay. That, I, that is the correct way. Yes. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so we have one one for the insane way. <laughs> Wait, what's the other way? Are we gonna find out? <laughs> to just hook it behind you. I can never reach it behind. What? <laughs> I think like I'm always like str- <laughs> This is something about me. Insane. (laughs) Yeah, you hook it in the front. And I twist it or slide it around. And I'm like, whoop, whoop. And then it's up. This is nuts. All All right. Thank you, Dana. There you go. One for the insane way. (laughs) Hi, hello. Hi, hello. How are you? Hi, hello. Okay, tell us your name. I guess you don't have to tell us your age. That was insane. Um, I'm Mindy. Mm -hmm. I'm 23. Young. You know. Um, I will usually... I feel like I take it off and it's already hooked. So then I just put it back on and then I don't do anything. Whoa. 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 
Okay, you have to explain everything. Yeah, because you take it off and then just like put pull it up. You take then... it off as like like a shirt. Yeah. Do you guys? Is that not? <laughs> I've I've never heard I've that never one. Heard... So this is a, like a hooking bra or a sports yeah, bra? Hooking bra. Oh, and then I you mean, pull it up over your are, head. They do get a little stretched out. Oh but... yeah, of course you put it over your shoulders. <laughs> But then when you have to unhook from the back, I feel like I'll always get like one unhooked, not both, and then they're stuck, and it's just like I don't have the the time. Okay. Okay. So we have one for an insane way, one for (laughs) the most implausible way possible, (laughs) the funniest way possible. Okay. Okay. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. Say your name. My name's Kristen. I am thirty-one. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, full disclosure, none of my bras have hooks. Oh. They're all pullover because I have tiny boobs. So, I just like bras with no padding or no hooks. Okay. But I did wear one with a hook once. Yes. And I put my arms through the straps. Yes. And then I tie it in the back. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. So, we got one for the normal way. Okay, how do you put a bra on? Also, say your name. I'm Hannah. I'm 29. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I okay. Well, I've had two breast reductions, oh. so it's out of. <laughs> I grabbed them. You it's did? out of habit um, that they were, used to be very large. That it was uncomfortable uh, because it, I would wear a tight thing underneath, so I, I couldn't do it in the back. Yeah. And I tried for a long time, and couldn't make it click mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm in the front and then oh boy and then I spin it around and then I uh, into it makes All sense right. to me well so, so that's two for this <laughs> insane way that I've never heard of one for a way that truly is impossible <laughs> and then one for my way which is the normal way so I guess Kimmy and Sashir win <laughs> thank you very much thank for sharing you. with Thanks, us guys <laughs> Think is very helpful. I'm truly floored that so many people hook and twist. Yeah, I just assumed everyone hooked and twist. No, <laughs> no. But I, also, never heard of pulling it over your that head. That I love, and I think I'm going to try it when I get home. I, I think it would get caught up. It would get caught up. I feel like you would break the hooks. Yes, and that's definitely going to stretch out your bra. <laughs> she's funny. I like that. But she's what, 23? 23. She'll figure know. it out. She don't She'll know. know better. She also helps a little bit. She goes to the voicemails for me and helps find the good ones. Oh, nice. So, nice. She's a friend of the show. Um, yeah, maybe when she starts buying her own bras, she'll figure it out. She's still wearing bras from high school, Eric, that her, her parents bought. I When wore... she's buying expensive bras, she'll know not to stretch it out like that. I don't have expensive bras. No? No, because they don't make my size in expensive bras. Uh, my bras, none of them are over $44. It's like a normal amount. That's expensive? Or like an average range, I think. Oh. What's an expensive bra? What's the most you've ever spent on a bra? Good question. Um, I don't know, maybe 60. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that bad. But I'm not getting like cheap, like $20 bras anymore. No, they're not good. They mm-hmm. don't support the gal. They don't support the gals. I had a friend who had massive titties. I wonder mm-hmm. how she puts a bra on. I don't know. I, won't, I, don't, I don't know how to... <laughs> I don't know how I'd bring that up in a conversation. Yeah. Be like, hey, we haven't spoken in three years. How do you put a bra on? <laughs> how do you harness them titties? Yeah. Yeah. And so interesting that if the like the people who also spun it around have thin, thin people. have a thin frame. 
I don't know. How do we find more fat people? They can call in or write in, I guess. Hey, if you're fat out there, <laughs> <laughs> you're a real big fucking fatty, and you want to let me know how you put on a bra, you can email us at nicoleandsashir at gmail.com, or you can call in at 4424-989-6219. That That's not right. it. 424 424- Oh, that is right. 424-645-7003. Yeah, the most And let us know if you fat, how you put on a bra. If you fat. (laughs) And then please preface it by going, hi, my name is, and I'm fat as fuck. And I put my bra on like this. Wonderful. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Should we take a quiz? Should we... Do some voicemails? Should we eat some Reese's peanut butter cups? They're tell me, tell me the grossest thing you've put your toes in. You know, I can't say I put my toes in <laughs> too many things. Um, dirt. Mm. What's the grossest thing? Applesauce. What, why? Once when I was little, I just wanted to feel what applesauce would feel like on my toe. Whoa. So I stuck my little toe in a little moth's container of applesauce. And then what did you do with that applesauce? I mean, I threw it out. I didn't eat it. Come on, I'm not a savage. I don't know. What? <laughs> I mean, so- you think I'd eat some toe sauce? <laughs> some toe applesauce? I wouldn't put it past you. You don't like wasting food. Milk. <laughs> oh, other food's fine, but milk specifically. No, you're right. I eat old hamburgers all the time. Yeah. I love old food. Don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't like wasting. Waste not, want not. Mm-hmm. There's starving kids somewhere who'd eat it. Now, did you did you put all your toes in this Just masa? my big toe. <laughs> I just, so you separated your big toe and put that in there? Your big toe's bigger than the other toes. So you just stuck, I just stuck that little toe in. 
Well, I thought you'd have a more interesting answer. So um, I don't really like the focus fully on me. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I don't think I had that urge to feel the sensation of food or anything else on my toes like that. Well, I guess you don't have ADD. <laughs> yeah, I was a little, I used to do weird shit like that all the time. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I used to pee in the sink. Like multiple times? <laughs> uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, because I was like, this is different. <laughs> Whoa. Did you uh-huh. sit Hell yeah. up there? Lifted my whole body up on the sink. <laughs> Sometimes you sit on the faucet and that would hurt, but you still got to... <laughs> In which direction? Are you facing the mirror? No. Your back is to the mirror. Uh-huh. And you sit your butt on the uh-huh. s- faucet. hmm <laughs> And then, for a long, long time, I tried to learn how to pee standing up. It just went everywhere. Oh, of course <laughs> it did. Yeah, I wanted to pee standing up like the boys. You can't do that. No, I don't think I... I you ever sit backwards on the toilet and pee? No. <laughs> Sound like you were having a blast when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> just... Trying all kinds of stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> Having fun. Yeah. See what works? It doesn't work. And a lot of those things didn't work. <laughs> Although I haven't sat backwards on a toilet in a while. Oh, What's dang. a while? Years and years and years and years. Um, there was a very funny joke about... Oh, shit. I can't remember who told this joke or the actual like way that the joke is told, but it was like a you're so fat joke. It's like, you're so fat, you sit on the toilet backwards, so you have a place to eat. And it made me laugh so hard, and I think about it often. It's funny. I can't remember. It might be like a drag queen roast joke. Mm-hmm. But isn't that funny? Yeah. Someone having a full steak dinner on their toilet. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. Okay, what's another strange question I can... Okay, would you rather walk 300 miles... And I walk 500 miles. Is it 500 miles? Yeah. Okay, would you rather walk 500 miles or to go to heaven, or would you rather walk up uh, 500 stairs to go to heaven? When you die, I don't know. You get an option. Would you rather... Uh, walk 500 miles uh-huh, or 500 stairs. Uh-huh. I would do 500 stairs, you less, think- less walking. Oh, yeah. More of an incline, but I don't have to go miles. Mm. I guess I would do stairs, too. Yeah. 500 miles is less than 500 stairs. No. No? Other way around. 500 stairs is less than... What did I say? You said 500 <laughs> miles. WW dot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still too. <laughs> I was doing ads for my other podcast, and I said WW dot, and then realized I'd only said two. So then I was like, WW, and I was counting with my fingers, and Marcy Giroux was helping me with the ads, and she was like, why are <laughs> She didn't understand what was happening. She was like, why is this happening? Why are you counting them on your fingers? And I was like, because I can't say them all when I just say it. And then I said something that she thought was so wild. So I keep essential oil in my car. And when I park it at night, I rub it behind my ears. And she was like, this is strange. She was like, the way you said that is so weird. Do you rub things in your ears at night? Not on my ears or in my ears? Behind your ears. No. Like essential oil? No. But Am that's- I the only one doing this? Probably not. Wh- which oil? Lavender or something? I don't know. It came in my Fat Fit Fun Box. Oh, nice. And uh, it told you to put it behind your ears specifically? No. That's just where I thought it should go. And it, did it tell you what, you should do that at night? No. That's just the time I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... These are, why am I being interrogated? 
I'm gonna go spin a bra around you. I I did I do uh, have like a little essential oil travel kit, mm-hmm. and I'll get out um, one of the oils. It's like for stress relief when I'm on planes, and put it on my wrist, um, my forehead, and under my chin because it's those are like your little. So nothing points. nothing's behind your ears. I mean, <laughs> I don't put that specifically behind. And do you when you mean when you say behind your ears, you mean like behind the like the actual lobe or like like there, here, or like between your chin and between my chin and my ear? Okay. I mean, is that a spot? That is a spot. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Thank God. I thought I was just dabbing it in the wrong spot. Why are you doing it at night? I don't know. It seemed like a good time. Because I parked my car and I'm getting out of my car and it's in my car. Because you parked <laughs> your car. <laughs> yeah. So so it, the oil's in your car. Yes. And then when you park your car, yeah, you night. dab it before you go into your house. <laughs> yeah. You put it on. Yeah. Why, why does, wait, why, <laughs> why don't you do it like at the beginning of the day when you get into your car? Oh, uh, because that's not the routine? Okay. I don't know. I just started doing it at night and I really like it. Then keep doing it. Hey, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Well, I guess nobody understands me. Uh, Marcy <laughs> didn't get it. You don't get it. I thought I could explain it, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, behind your ears and I'm like- all down for essential oils. And yes, behind the ears is great. Okay. Uh, I guess I just don't understand why you do it before you go to bed, unless it was, like, to help you sleep. Uh, I don't think so. It's just a roller ball of oil. Okay. It smells pretty good. Great. Fat Fit Fun. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, uh, do you know what smell it is or which oil it is? Maybe lavender? Lavender's great. I like it. Yeah. I should you want to get in my car. Yeah, please. But I won't put it on because I haven't parked my car and it's not night. <laughs> <laughs> I think what happens is I decide that these are the things I'm going to do. And then that's the decision that's yeah. been made. And then if someone goes, but why? I'm like, oh, I don't know. You're real big on rules for I no reason. I love rules. <laughs> I love arbitrary rules. That I have implemented for no reason. Mm-hmm. Did you put perfume on today? Hell yeah. Can you smell it? Yes. When I get real close to your wrist, I can smell it. You didn't smell it when I walked in? No. <laughs> I said to Sashir, I wear perfume. Or no, I was like, I need to put my perfume on. She was like, you wear perfume? And I was like, yeah, I've been wearing it the whole time you've known me. And she was like, what do you mean? I've never smelled it one time on you. You've never smelled like perfume. You smell like human. And it really bothers me because I, I spend a lot of money on perfume. Yeah, of course. My impression of Sashira is, <laughs> hi, I'm Sashira Sameda, and um, I'm here to denounce your perfume use. I've you, never smelled it. I've never heard of it. You make me sound like a Napoleon Dynamite in, Indiana, <laughs> And um, I have two parents. One is tall and one is taller. <laughs> <laughs> They're both pretty tall people. No, my mom's short. No, is she? Yeah, she's like 5'3". Your mother? Yeah, she's tiny. I have no depth perception. She's really the same don't. height as me. No, that's not true. When I saw her last at my show, <laughs> I looked that woman in the <laughs> no, eye and not. I didn't have to look no, down. No, you did not. We are the same height. <laughs> no, you're not. We embraced and I said, this woman is one with me. <laughs> she's, she's one with me. I can't believe she's 5'3"? Yeah. She's short. Maybe she has some heels on. I'm fucking shook. <laughs> Get her on the horn. Get her on the horn right now? Yeah, ask her how tall she is. All right, hold on. I wonder if she'll answer. She'll love this. She will. Is your mother saving your phone as mom? Mommy. 
Ah. I don't have parents, so, you know, just wanted to know. When <laughs> when you did have parents. <laughs> Didn't have a cell phone. Ah. Oh, interesting. Uh, but my dad was, I think it was like Papa's work and then Papa's cell. Oh, wait. Papa, did he have a cell phone? Calling my mommy. Hello. Hi, mommy. Hi. Um, I'm recording the Best Friends podcast with Nicole right now. Uh-huh. And Nicole was under the impression that you two are the same height. She said last time she saw you, she thought you were eye to eye with each other. Can you confirm how mm-hmm. tall you are? I'm 5'4". Oh, 5'4". Dang. I could have sworn you were like 5'7". I have this demeanor that people always perceive me taller than I really am. Mm, because you're powerful. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I said 5'3", but I was an inch off. <laughs> yeah. So, how, Nicole, how tall are you? I'm 5'7". Yeah, I thought you were taller than me. I, I mean, it could be the hair because I always have an updo. Yes, it yeah. was the hair. It was the updo that tricked me. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Do you have any other questions for my mom? Mm, what's your favorite color? Purple. <gasps> we all want purple. <laughs> That's this year's favorite color too. And Nicole's. <laughs> Me too. If I know it's going to be a bad day and I've got to get through something, I plan my wardrobe and I pull out the purple. That's power Ooh. color. I like that. Um, do you? Where do you wear your perfume? Like on your body? Uh, the pulse points on your wrist, uh, behind your ear, behind your knee, Ooh. and down on your ankle, on those veins. Your pulse points. Whoa. Oh, I don't think I've ever put perfume behind my knee or on my ankle. Yeah, that's where there are veins that are close to the surface. Oh, that yeah. uh, the heat of your body from the blood pumping will make that scent just radiate around you. Oh. So maybe that maybe I'll smell it if you put it behind your knee. <laughs> Nicole's been wearing perfume, I guess, every day. For the last uh-huh. 10 years? And uh-huh. And she's never I, once smelled I, it. I don't smell it. You need to put it close to your pulse point so the heat of your body and the, you know, where your veins are mm-hmm. will make the scent rise. All right. That's what I got to do. That's what you got to do. hmm Well, thanks, Mommy. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Call me another time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. Huh? Have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, wow. So your mom is shorter than I thought, and I've got to put perfume behind my knees. Apparently, yeah. I guess I'll do it. Yeah. How wild. Yeah. I guess it's like your elbows. Mm -hmm. You know your elbows have Mm -hmm. veins right here? <laughs> you, you know this. Yeah, <laughs> your elbows have veins. Yeah, I'm trying to. What are you getting at? I know that's like the back of your knee. Oh, oh, I see. The knee, the elbow of the leg. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> the knee is the elbow of the leg. Mm-hmm. 
Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Well, I guess we should take some voicemails. Let's do that. Yeah. Hi, Nicole and Shashir. I'm a huge fan of both of you, specifically of Nicole's current podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? My question is, me and a good friend have been friends for about two years now. We just recently started farting in front of each other. I wanted to know if you thought two years was an appropriate amount of time to start farting in front of your good friend. How long was it until you and Shashir started farting in front of each other? Do you fart in front of each other? This is very important, and I need an answer. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Very important. Do we fart in front of each other? We don't don't really. so. Not loud ones. No. Sometimes we'll be like, I farted, don't come over here. Yes. Um, but I don't think we'll like rip one and no, laugh we're not, like, about it. Ripping it and giggling. No. Uh, I think it's most of it is I farted, please don't come over here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think we started doing it when we started touring. Yeah, we're traveling together. Yeah, There's no like way around hotel. it. Yeah. Um, so I would say maybe like a year in, we farted in front of each other, maybe. Oh, you think so? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Great. <laughs> I'm sure maybe the first time we farted in front of each other was in uh, Vancouver. I feel like that was the first trip we took Ooh. to the Vancouver Improv Festival. Ooh, probably. Where Keisha made it on that flight on time. Mm. <laughs> and I... I think I'd eaten an edible. (laughs) (laughs) And you were just tired, but we had maybe one of the worst conversations about muffins I've ever Uh, had. Yeah, we were on some sort of like air train. (laughs) And I don't know which, maybe you said it. You're like, muffins are good. And I was like, muffins (laughs) Muffins are good. good. And we were the last people on this plane. (laughs) We walked up and they're like, oh, we've been waiting for you. Uh And we're like, huh? Uh Okay. (laughs) And then I couldn't stop laughing as everyone seated was staring at us so angrily. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That night, my roommate had gotten edibles from a friend, little cookies, mm-hmm. and I ate one. And she goes, I would wait. They're pretty strong. And I was like, yeah, right. So then I ate another and another because I got three cookies. And I was like, I'm eat them all today. And then it hit and I said, oh, no. And then the way I packed, it took me three hours. Oh, boy. I would put one thing in my suitcase <laughs> and then lay down. <laughs> and then I go, you got to put one, some, one more thing in. <laughs> then I didn't go to sleep. And then when I saw you, I had to tell you muffins were good. <laughs> and I was on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<sighs> okay. This is a letter. I can read this. Okay. Dear Nicole and Sashir, love the show. Been a fan of you both since Pursuit of Sexiness. Our uh, web series that you can find on YouTube. On YouTube. I have a friend who I've known since we were kids. Through our lives went on... Wait. Though our lives went on different paths, we stayed friends for almost 15 years. A couple years back, my mate met his current wife, and very shortly thereafter, they had moved in together expecting a child. Everything seemed to be going well. I had only met the wife maybe two times in the first year, but she seemed nice. After the baby was born, I bought him a toy train and gave it to my friend for their first Christmas. A couple months later, I met my friend for lunch, and his wife dropped by. She was working close by. She's very appreciative about the toy, invited me to the family dinner the next week. On the day of the dinner, I texted my mate about what I should bring. He replied that his missus had stormed out, and he had not seen her since the previous day. Dinner canceled. I gave them some space for a couple days and tried to check in with him a couple days later. No answer. I've not heard from my mate for three years now, except for a strange Facebook conversation where he invited me to meet for lunch and never showed up. Whoa. I'm really confused about what happened and want to know what, what happened. More importantly, I miss hanging out with my friend. What should I do? Sorry for how long this was. No, that's fine. Thank you. Um, whoa. I think this woman might be bad. The wife, you mean? Yes. I think it's a gone girl situation. Maybe. Or she's abusive. Why do you say that? Just because she left? Or She stormed out. Dinner was canceled. He's not allowed to talk to his friends. Except for a weird cryptic Facebook message where he said, help me, meet me for lunch. And then she found out. And she said, you're not getting cold cuts with your friend. <laughs> That's not what that letter said. That's not? That's not what that email said at all. That's not? No. That, no. <laughs> We do not have enough information to, to conclude that this woman is abusive. All he said is that their friend, they, I guess they got in a fight. But uh -huh. She stormed out. We don't know the reasons why. And then, and then the friend invited him to lunch and didn't show up. That's so we don't think that this woman stormed away from her husband because she was like, I'm going to get back at him a different way. I need to think about my master plan. And then her master plan was to lock him in in the house. And he's not allowed to contact the outside world. And then he escaped from her grasp. He went on Facebook. He said, meet me for lunch. And she went, no, no. Just because Mark Zuckerberg created a thing to keep us all connected doesn't mean you get out of the house. And then that's why he didn't show up? That's yeah. not what you inferred from that letter? Now that you explain it like that, I think that's exactly what happened. Okay, what do you think is up? <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, there's like not a lot of detail. Yeah. It sucks. Um, I mean, maybe this person's going through something. It doesn't suck that they invited him to lunch and then mm -hmm. didn't show up. So I don't know what the friend's supposed to do. They reached out, but... I think it's his wife. <laughs> but we don't know. Okay, so like his good friend mm -hmm. marries this woman. Mm -hmm. He's only met her twice in a year. Yeah, that does seem wild. And then... She liked this toy train, but then she's screaming? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe? Maybe she likes ships. Yeah. <laughs> don't give my child trains! We're a ship family. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe they had a fling before the marriage. This friend and the friend. Maybe they were lovers. You think? We don't know. 
They didn't say, but. Okay. So <laughs> what are you making up? I took things from the letter. No, you didn't. You also made things I up. I didn't make a thing up. Yes, you did. What did I make up? That she trapped her husband and he couldn't see the outside world? Because he has not heard from him in three years. That does not mean that he was forbidden from contacting this person. I'm reading between the lines. Okay, well, maybe I'm reading between the lines. Maybe Yours they- is a little far-fetched. <laughs> Why is mine more far-fetched than yours? <laughs> Okay, so what do you think happened? That the person who wrote this letter uh-huh. and their friend yes. had a stormy affair before okay. this man got married. Okay, so then they got married, and then he gave the kid a train, but the train had a secret note. She found the note, and that's yes. why she stormed yes. off. She's like, my fr- my husband had a train run on him, yes. and I don't, and I, I don't, don't want that. Like that, <laughs> so I'm leaving. I'm leaving. But then he was like, "No, no, no, no more trains will be run on me. No more." I pray. And then I he, promise. she goes, "The only way I'll take you back is if you let me chain you into the basement downstairs, and you don't get to talk to nobody." Yeah. And he said, "Okay." Yeah. So that's what happened to your friend, and I'm really sorry about it, but you gotta let it go. <laughs> He's in a bad place. <laughs> Literally, a bad place He's, is in the, the basement. He's in the basement. <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, we need more information. Well, this person needs more information. They don't even have more information to give. I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything you can do if you reached out. Yeah, and, and they're just they're not, not responding. responding. I think you gotta just take that as, Got to, I don't know. You're not friends anymore, which kind of sucks. I guess you could reach out and be like, I'm worried? Or like, yeah. are you okay? I do yeah, want to see maybe you or that. at least hear from you. That might be nice, because if he is going through something... And it's been three years just to be like, hey, man, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, thinking of you. Uh, I think that might be good, a good place to start. Yeah. This one's tough. Sorry. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully your friend will respond. But, uh, yeah, all you can do is reach out and mm-hmm. hope that they mm-hmm. say something. Mm-hmm. Send an SOS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. SOS, baby. Somebody, Somebody help, help me. me. <laughs> Let's do a voicemail. Let's do one voice me. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. Uh, I'm looking for some advice on how to break up with someone who was once your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, about a year ago, uh, was the maid of honor for a girl that I hated when she got engaged, and I didn't like her any better when I walked down the aisle with her. And uh, I think probably that having her maid of honor be someone who hated her wasn't great, but I also don't know at what point in the process of her asking me to be maid of honor, I should have said... No, thank you. I haven't liked you for a long time. <laughs> Any thoughts you have on that would be so amazing. Thank you both so much. I love you. Love the podcast. Bye. So she was maid of honor in this girl's wedding. She doesn't like this girl. But are they talking? Like, are they friends? Seems like the person who was the bride thinks they're friends. Yes. If she thought they were close enough to make her the maid of honor. But also, I mean, I don't want to shit on this friend, but... I don't think you should have accepted being her maid of honor. I also hated her. I also don't think so. Because now if you explain to her that you don't like her and you don't want to be her friend, especially if the wedding just happened, like she's going to look at those pictures and be like, this girl fucking hates me and said she'd be my maid of honor. This is one of the things where I think you should just let it fizzle. Okay. Right? What's the, like if, if I made you my maid of honor Mm -hmm. and then like a couple months later, you're like, actually, you know what? I don't think really like, Run into hanging out. I would be like, you were my maid of honor. Yeah. And then I'd be like, what? I would be so sad. Yeah. But I think both options are sad. Yeah. If it fizzled out too, it's also confusing. Mm. Of being like, well, I thought we were so close. 
Mm. Uh, I mean, we can't go back in time. I don't think she should have said yes to being a married I did but see a DeLorean on the road the other day. On the road? So. Oh. All right. I, mean, I guess we can go back in time. Can. Maybe we can. Um, but moving forward, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it should be an official breakup or if you just slowly lose yeah. contact with this person. Um, yeah. Hate is also a really strong word. Yes, like you hate this girl and you were her maid of honor? Did you accept being her maid of honor to then sabotage the wedding or yes. something? I don't that know. one's tough. And also, how can this other girl not sense it? Yeah. Maybe she's doofy. Yeah, maybe she's a doofus. A real fucking <laughs> doofus and gallant situation. Do you know them? Doofus and gallant? Oh, shit. No, I do this all the time. Oh, I think you did bring Goofus. This- Goofus and gallant. I still don't know what this is. It's in the Highlights magazine. Sure. No, yeah. I I remember you bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real goofus situation. It is a real group situation. Um, gosh. I mean, why is this person still hanging out with this this friend if they don't actually like them? I don't know. We need to have a conversation with her. Yeah. Keep me on the keys. Let's have a conversation with her. You got it. And then I have my phone case. <laughs> still working on it. Okay. Um, well, yeah. All right, cool. I think that's it. Cool. That's been Best Friends. That's been Best Friends. If you want to ask us questions, do we already do that part? You can email us at nicoleandsashir at gmail.com. Or call us at 424-645-7003. Is there an echo in here? I think so. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, wait. Do it again. Is there, is there an echo, echo in here? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that so annoying? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Wow. I had a great time. I had a great time, too. I gotta go. Okay. Bye-bye. You wanna come to my house later? Yeah. I might be too drunk. Okay, then no. <laughs> <laughs> Without context, it sounds like I'm going home to just, like, slam beers. Yes. And then I'm like, you wanna come over? I'm gonna be hammered. <laughs> And that's how I'm going to leave it. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>